Thanks for listening to this sermon recording from Liberty Family Church in Hillsville, Victoria, Australia. All of our sermons are available for free online, and we encourage you to subscribe to our sermon podcast through iTunes or by clicking the button on our website. If you'd like to know more about what it means to follow Jesus, or would like more information about our church, head to www.libertyfamilychurch.net.au. God bless you, and we pray that this sermon recording encourages you and strengthens your faith in Jesus Christ. Good morning, everyone, and happy Father's Day. Uh, I hope you've been enjoying the dad jokes so far. My name is Stephen. I'm one of the elders here at Liberty Family Church. And I'm also a father of four amazing children, and I love being a dad. So once again, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Now children, if you're still watching this, can you do me a favour please? What I need you to do is make sure your dad is in a comfy chair, put his feet up, okay? Make sure you can then um, get him comfortable, and then if you can rub his shoulders, and give his feet a massage or squeeze his feet. He'll really like that. And as you're doing that, let me read you a poem that I've written for this morning. Here we go. Father's Day. What a day. So many feelings are at play. Some are happy. Some are sad. Some are really just quite bad. Some are not even about my dad. Like... That egg and bacon roll smells really good. Or, I need to get some more firewood. Regardless of how you think or feel, I want you to know God's love is real. So, this Father's Day, everyone, let's reflect on God the Father's heart and Jesus, his one and only Son. It's true, isn't it? Father's Day can be a really happy, joyful day where we celebrate uh, our dads, who who they really are and, and what they mean to us and celebrate their life and all of those sorts of good things. And this morning, if you're a dad, I want to encourage you, keep up the good work. Keep being the best dad that you can be. Um, keep asking God to give you wisdom and patience, understanding and discernment as you endeavour to raise your children really well in the knowledge and love of Jesus Christ. Father's Day can also be a day where fathers can reflect on what a joy it is and a privilege it is to be a dad, to be able to raise our children in the ways of, of Jesus is a really special and exciting thing that we can all participate in as dads. And so we can reflect on that on a day like Father's Day. On the other hand, it can actually be a really tough day. And I want to make sure we acknowledge this. It may be tough due to grief, you know, as a result of losing a father or a grandfather in recent times, or a disappointment uh, because you know, you may not have experienced the best dad 
ever. Or it may be due to regret, because as a father yourself, you may be regretting the way you've uh, raised your children or feel like you haven't been the best dad for them at times. This year, especially being in lockdown due to COVID-19, adds another level of complexity to this particular Father's Day. Where many of us would normally get together and celebrate with our dads um, in person, this is obviously not going to be possible for many people this time around due to the restrictions that we find ourselves in. However, as my poem says, regardless of how you think or feel, I want you to know God's love is real. So this Father's Day, everyone, let's reflect on God the Father's heart and Jesus, his one and only son. So let's pray as we do just that this morning and we open the word of God together. Let's pray. Oh Lord God, we just thank you so much for Father's Day. Um, regardless of how we think or feel on this special day, um, we just pray that uh, we can reflect on you, Heavenly Father, and your love for each one of us. Help us to know deep down in our hearts um, that you are the best Father of all and that you love us so, so much and help us to press into you and that reality this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah, one of the incredible things we learn as we read through Scripture is that God is revealed to us as our Father. Now, as I said before, there are many fathers in the world, but unfortunately, not all fathers are good fathers. And this has led many people to inadvertently um, uh, transfer their feelings towards their earthly father onto their heavenly father and therefore cause them to reject or at least not fully accept God as their heavenly father and his heart for them as their child. And in fact, many of you may even have mixed feelings about God today as your Heavenly Father. And therefore, I want us to look at the Father heart of God this morning and also look at a couple of scriptures that gives us a great indication of God's heart towards us and encourage you that even if you've had a poor experience, in relation to your earthly father, it's not impossible for you to experience the amazing love that your heavenly father has on offer for you. So, if you have your Bibles with you, can you please open them to Luke chapter 15 and verses 11 to 32. For me, this is possibly one of the best pictures of God as father and his heart for his children. And it's found in this passage, which is commonly known as the parable of the prodigal or lost son. This is a story that I'm sure many of you have heard a thousand times before, but I want to encourage you this morning to sit back, relax, 
and try to listen with fresh ears and try to hear God the Father's heart for you this morning as I read it to you. Okay, so Luke 15, verses 11 to 32. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Wow, already we see the younger son basically wishing his father was dead so that he could get his inheritance early. Imagine how the father would have felt. Dads, imagine how you would feel if one of your children did this to you or asked this of you. Pretty rough. Verse 13. Not long after that, the younger son got together. All he had set off for a distant country and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the, in the whole country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to the fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. So this guy is now at rock bottom, right? He has completely stuffed up his life. He longs to put some food into his stomach and he's now feeding pigs. How do you think he was feeling? How would you be feeling if you were this guy right now? I reckon there was a lot of soul searching going on, don't you? A whole lot of, wow, I've stuffed up. How am I going to get myself out of this mess? Verse 17. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. Wow, I no longer I am no longer worthy to be your son. That's huge. That's huge for him to be thinking, considering and, and saying that to himself. He obviously realizes the gravity of the situation he's got himself into, to the point that he knows he must repent. He must ask for his father's forgiveness. What a humbling moment. What a what a, a real truth he has come to terms with in his life. Verse 20. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. For me, this is the best part of the whole story. What an absolutely amazing picture of grace, acceptance, forgiveness, and an incredible display of unconditional love. 
This would have been a real tough decision for the younger son to have been ma to have made. And I'm sure he would have been rehearsing exactly what he should say to his father the whole journey home. So imagine imagine the son's reaction or, or, or how he felt as his father just came running towards him and just embraced him with unconditional love. So good. I love that picture. Verse 21. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and earth, against you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Great outcome, hey? Amazing. Just a massive feast and celebration because the son had returned. The younger son is there trying to blurt out the speech that he'd been re rehearsing the whole way home. And his father's like, don't worry about that. He's more concerned about throwing the biggest party ever for his son because he's so excited that he's come back to him and to the family. Such a good story. Such a great story. And so if we exchange the father in this story for our heavenly father, this is exactly how God, our Heavenly Father, feels about each one of us, His children. He just wants to celebrate and throw massive parties for us when we come to Him, especially if we've, if we've you know, decided to do our own thing for a while and then we come back to Him. He is absolutely super excited that we've come back and want to hang out with Him again. He will never forget you. God will never forget you or reject you and always desires that you will come home to him. No matter what you have done or how far from God you may feel um, or, or God's heart towards you never changes, right? Just like the father in this parable. And just like the father in this parable, if we choose to come back to God, he will always be running, running to meet us with open arms. God longs to embrace you with unconditional love and forgiveness today and every day. Such an incredible truth for each one of us on this Father's Day. James 4.8 also reminds us of this when it says, Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. What a great promise to also reflect on. We can approach God confidently, knowing that he wants to interact with us. Often it just requires a little bit of effort from our part to engage back with God, to reach out to him. And as this scripture says, God will draw near to you if you draw near to him. The, the final scripture I want to read for you um, and for us to reflect on is also a really well-known one. 
one that I'm sure you've heard probably many times before, but I think it really does sum up God the Father's heart towards each one of us. And that is John 3, 16, which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For me, this really is the ultimate example of our Heavenly Father's love for us and his heart towards us. That he is so concerned about us and our eternal destiny that he did everything possible that he could, even to the point of sacrificing himself in his earthly state as Jesus, so that, so that we could have the opportunity to come back into that saving relationship with him and spend eternity with him in heaven one day. If this doesn't show you God the Father's heart for you, I don't know what will. I don't know what will. God could not have done more to demonstrate his love for us. He was willing to sacrifice his one and only son for you, for me, for everyone, so that we can come back into relationship with God. The devil will continually try to convince us or convince you and me um, of all sorts of rubbish. You know, that God doesn't care at times, that your sins are too great um, to be forgiven, that God doesn't love you, etc., etc., etc. But do you know what? The truth is that God, the ultimate Father, loves you and is calling you to greater intimacy with himself, to a deeper knowledge of himself um, and his ways, and to love him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. I hope that living in the knowledge of this gives you great peace, comfort, and assurance as a child of the living God, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord, of, Lord and Saviour this Father, Father's Day and every day. Let's pray. <sighs> Heavenly Father, we do thank you so, so much that you love us so much with unconditional love. Lord, we thank you that you are willing to die on the cross, sacrifice yourself, that we may be able to come back into a saving relationship with God the Father and spend eternity with you. We thank you for the word and the promises we find in there and for the, the stories that confirm your heart towards us, that it is of forgiveness, of hope, of redemption. I pray that today, on this Father's Day, we can seek you out, we can draw near to you, and that, Lord, you would draw near to us. Lord, I thank you for the fathers, and I pray that they would continue to press into you, to lean on you for that wisdom and guidance as to be really great fathers for their children. We thank you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, everyone.
enjoy some more dad jokes. Cheers.